What's going on, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Wings and Things podcast. We are your hosts. My name is Daniel. Stefan. And Alyssa. And this is the Wings and Things podcast. Let's get it. Ooh, so, we are back. This is, this is what, episode two? This is episode two, yeah. season two of the Wings and Things podcast. We're back. We're black. Alyssa's Hispanic, but we're here. <laughs> I'm playing, obviously, guys, do not come from my neck. That is a joke. Obviously, I'm just saying. Nosotros estamos aquí. Bien, bien, bien. Bienvenidos, mi gente. ¿Cómo estás, everybody? Y bien. Four years of Spanish. For a lifetime. Alright guys. Um Feliz Navidad. This is week ah. two of the wings and uh Y prosperos años. Ooh, Feliz Navidad. You said Feliz Navidad? And Happy New Year. Shit. Uh, uh, <laughs> you'll, get, you'll get a holiday, yeah. <laughs> I guess. All um, right. Hey, so, guys. Well, what just happened? Uh, Art Basel happened last week, right? Did you guys go? So I did not, unfortunately, did you hear? get the opportunity. The I, attempt I was there. The traffic was also there. Yeah. So Tra- I was traffic, not there. Traffic yeah. was... Um, I was not there with that traffic. Traffic not was... I. Pretty and to be honest with you, honest. I had a pretty good time not going to Art Basel. You know what? So did I. <laughs> so did I. The this thing that I did instead of Art Basel was probably more fun than Art Basel. I think what happened. Just yeah, had a headache. Yeah, that was way more fun than yeah. actually going to Art Basel. Seeing a banana sell for $120,000. I was good. Um, I was okay. Lord Almighty. I mean, did you it's see the sold, guy that grabbed it? And yeah. Ate it? Yeah. That's why. That, oh, he I paid. I didn't read the whole article. He paid for it? No, no. I, I think, um, oh. but I think all the art exhibits by, I don't know if it's a rule, I, I don't know if I'm saying it correctly, but I think they have insurance on all of their drawings, so in case they get damaged or anything. I believe so it's I insure my Chiquita banana now? No, no I believe somebody took another banana and just Depending on how big, <laughs> how big the facility is, they will give an insurance rate for the Your audience. insurance rate, we got a whole bushel of bananas in the back. Yeah, but I think, I don't know um, how that works <laughs> I think Art Basel is the same Every year, is, is Art Basel for me? For for me, living in Miami, it's it's going to a museum that's now for one week everywhere. You from Wynwood to Brickell to downtown to Miami Beach. Just, you know, it's Design District. There's art to go see. You which know is what? Cool, Other people listening to this, not living in Miami, would be like, "Why are you guys talking about this so nonchalantly? That's so amazing. I'd love to be in that no, scenery." But because we all grew up here. That's probably why not all of us. Here, like, when's the last time we all went to the beach? When's the last time we went to the beach, Stefan? Actually, um, a month ago. A month ago, right? Yeah. I went to the beach. But it's winter. Like, I wouldn't... <laughs> you live in Miami, Stefan. Stop. There no. is no such... Are it you, is like 90 degrees outside. Are you going outside. to the beach tonight? No, I haven't been to the beach in months. But are you but going tonight? You can go tonight, right? It's winter in Miami. I would go, but I haven't been to no, the beach not. in probably no, like not. four months. I'm you're not. not. You guys, it's a winter month. You're not going to the beach. The I have not been to the Miami? beach. Jesus. I don't even remember, to be honest. Stop and I work. Like I work. But that's but that's like water don't freeze. But that's how people probably perceive. People probably come down here and they're like, "Oh man, you guys live in Miami. I would be at the beach every day." No, you will not. I I, I promise. Unless you. you have no job. I remember when I was younger. Or you're rich. My wait, cousin from Chicago there, came to Miami, and I was like, "Yeah, I have school tomorrow." She's like, "Wait, I thought Miami was just beaches and palm trees. You guys go to school?" 
I think you're like, not. I think she's nah. a little nah. hyperbolic. <laughs> I think I think that I don't, I don't think has anything to do with living in Miami. I think that your child needs uh, needs help. That was my child. Oh well, everybody goes to school. That's the issue. If she said, "Oh, why don't like how many times do you go to the beach a week?" That's a question I expect somebody outside of Miami. But anyway, Art Basel was. Um, I don't know. I guess. Well, let me not say that. Let me say. Did you go? You didn't go. I tried. Did not happen, bro. I went to Winwood. When was it? Saturday. Saturday, I went to Winwood, and it was yeah. one of the most difficult things I probably have ever had to Why'd do. Why'd you just Uber there? Surge. The surges were crazy. Yeah. Parking was non-existent, and it was what <laughs> seven o'clock. I'm trying to cover like all your bases. Like it was not even late at night. Like, Why didn't you bike there? <laughs> but yeah, so I don't think I was committed enough. Like I wouldn't. Have I, not there. for your like, no. That's big fact. I wasn't committed at all to going to Winwood today. I didn't like think that, it was that big of a deal. I, I didn't really care so much for it. Um, I kind of wanted to see the exhibits, but I was more there for the food trucks, food appeal. That's my thing. Get content, things like that. My aunt, people who live in Miami go to Art Basel because like it's an opportunity to go see more people and like meet more people. It's more of an opportunity do to go pretentious out. things. It's to go exactly. Out. It's to go out. It's to network by showing off that you were there. Every like imagine there are three hundred thousand people at Art Basel all posting the same exact picture from Art Basel. Yeah, the or girl, her back, Winwood and she's Wall, looking at this big painting. Winwood Wall, Koyo I don't know how many times I've seen that on Instagram lately. And then Winwood, for those of you who don't know, it's like um, it's becoming its own city. It was really like you know a little spot it's for not a its college own city? town. What no, no, it's considered Miami. But at the rate that it's going, it's going to turn even. into its own little village. Midtown city. is right next door to Winwood. I wouldn't be surprised. That's my thing. Beforehand, all of it. Winwood. Back when Winwood wasn't, when the, all the homeless people were still there, nobody. The cared. homeless people are still out there. No, no they're not. Yeah, they but are. Clean police, the police, fuck up. Police. The hell? Homeless people are there walking in Winwood, but to, do you ever to see gravitate. somebody sleep? Exactly. To Probably gravitate the last the time people. I saw somebody sleeping there was last year Halloween. You know that the city of Miami police released, I think, an ordinance that if the homeless, they would relocate them. Yeah. So if they saw them sleeping, they would go pick them up. Now, you'll see homeless people walking around like, hey, do you have change? You're standing by the cars. To interact car. with us, people, yeah. like, who are whatever, because but, you don't go to, like, the dark edges of Winwood, like, the outside crust. You know what I'm talking about. By the factory <laughs> thing and by the, the last gas station, you don't go around there because that's where all the homeless people have been pushed to. Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't get better. And you know what's so crazy? You have to sit there and think as a homeless person, which I guess leads into the topic of discussion that um, Stefan's going to bring up is, as a homeless person, right, you're homeless. Number one, if you're homeless, I personally don't feel like, you know, shit isn't going the best of ways for you. I would say, I would say so. Yeah, you don't have a home, I guess. (laughs) when, When things aren't going the best of ways for you, and all you're trying to do is just find a sidewalk to kind of rest your head to get some sleep. And now an ordinance is being passed because people moving into your town don't like seeing you sleeping on the street. So now you're already homeless. Things are already going bad. And now police are coming and picking you up. So now I feel like if I was homeless and I was in that situation, I asked myself, like, yo, is, you know, am I proud to be living in America? I guess, which is a lot well, of stuff on segue into that. But, you know. Okay, so... I've been watching this show um, on uh, YouTube. It's called, um, oh, Jesus, I forgot what it's called already. Uh, but Lord Jubilee Jubilee us. is the channel that hosts it. And I think it's, it, they just do a lot of, um, 
they just do a lot of uh, where they, like they have meetups of different Americans of different opinions, and they meet up. The last, the one that got me started on this was um, I had an off day yesterday, so I had a lot of time. So I watched these videos like all afternoon. Um, the one that got me started was um, feminists versus men's rights, and uh, hold on, let me see. I believe Whoa. I have it here. It's called Middle Ground. Thank you. The show is called Middle Ground. Is it a free show? Yeah, it's free on YouTube. Just okay. you can just. Well, type now in. they have that YouTube streaming platform. Yeah, they have YouTube Red. So some YouTube like, and it's sometimes there's not there, there's certain does anybody, podcasts and shows that they like. Now you gotta pay for. Does anybody subscribe to that? I've never talked to anybody. Heard? Oh, you from mean anybody. YouTube Red? No. Yeah. You know what's crazy? YouTube oh, sure Red would actually be popular if there were already streaming services. Did it's I not that it's bad. Did I cancel my subscription? No, nah, you would have known, dude. Like the price, it's like twenty four, right? Twenty four for yes. YouTube. No, no, no. But yeah. think about it. You get YouTube. You get live TV as well. I think YouTube has a live you get sports, program. No? You get sports. Yeah. Um, and you get to YouTube has like YouTube originals. Like, see, it's not a bad concept, not a bad idea. Well, well, there's just too much. I think we just talk about this later. Yeah. But this is going much. back to the main topic. Um, so the topic uh, that I constantly kept running into is. Are people nowadays proud to be Americans? Because nowadays, you know, with the person who we have in office, uh, you know, a guy that, that named Donald, person. Donald Duck. Uh, because of Donald, we are in a kind of juxtaposition where, like, Americans are more vocal and are standing up about our opinions, but our government is just literally... So, so the general topic, yeah, if I'm understanding, it is yeah. so. Before we go into it, let's just ask based on opinion, and then you could further explain. So, the, uh, the question is: Are you proud to be an American? What is your answer? You um, could you could describe that just yes or no. At right the now. moment, no. Are you proud to be an American, Alyssa? I am proud of the country's freedom. I don't know if I'm hey, proud. Yes or no? Can I be in the middle? You can explain you later. You can say, I don't know. Later, you I can guess. go into details. But just now... No, she can say, I don't know. Yeah. Okay, I don't know. Uh, for me, yes. Now we can kind of break down. So now everybody knows. So Stefan is... Uh, I want Alyssa to go first because Alyssa's, I want to see why uh, she on the fence, know. like always. And, uh, <laughs> so Stefan, Stefan is yes, Alyssa's on the fence, and I'm... A, no, Stefan is a no, Alyssa's on the fence, I'm a yes. So okay. go, explain. All right, so... Obviously, I would rather live in America than 80% of the countries right. in this earth. Um, I'm, if, uh, yeah, I, I like living in America. I mean, I, this is my no, home. I'm just saying 80%. I would say 90 Okay, 90%. All right, all right. But whatever. All right. Um, am I proud of the way that people are holding themselves lately? No. I am not proud of the things that are going on in society. I'm not proud of the way that people are going about things. I guess I can say I am proud to be an American because there's nowhere else I'd rather be. And, you know, this is okay, my country. Okay, so why are you unsure? Because, like I said, I don't like the way things are being handled lately. I don't like the way society is... But what do you mean by you don't like, exactly, like things open up, being handled? Open that up, please. Like, like what do you mean? Like... When you say you don't like things being handled, are you talking about I like, don't gun like, control? Or I don't what? like, like how everything is kind of just being swept under the rug. Like, things happen, and we'll talk about it for a week, and then they just disappear. 
like the whole sex trafficking situation that's happening in America, people don't understand how wild that's getting and how like it fears me to be a woman just walking down the street because like this issue is at an all time high yet nobody's talking about it. The way that this country is dealing with its problems, it's it's wild. Okay. And I just, like, I can't stand behind that. I think we need a better... That's fair. Dan, do you want to go next? Um, you can go, you can go. Um, I'm not too proud to be an American, obviously because of the government that we have in place at the moment. Uh, clearly, America has always been a leader in things like... Um, well, actually, that's not true at all. Um, America has used its power to lead things and, and be the better example for countries uh, in its usual case when we're not trying to get something for ourselves, obviously. But I think this government is really just uh, shitting the bed. Um, and the thing is that we have to clean it up. And it is an election year, thank God, because we're almost done with this mess. But hopefully we see now that hopefully America— Hopefully we're done with this mess. Uh, hopefully we see now that America is a lot more polarized than we thought it was, and hopefully that makes younger kids or people that, you know, should care, care and vote. But, yep. no, I'm not proud to be an American at all because, yeah, man, uh, this Trump shit getting ridiculous. Um, all right. So with me, I would say I'm proud to be an American. The reason why I say I'm proud to be an American is because I feel like you can be – proud of something but still want improvement right like we can say like for example i can say i'm proud that i started a newspaper company but i know that we maybe get our letters out late we don't get it to people on time um some things the words could be wrong so we can make improvements so when i say i'm proud of america i'm proud of the freedoms that america offers like when I look at America and I look at other countries who don't have access to it, like they're in Egypt, there's uproar and protesting. In Saudi Arabia, the things that women can't do and the religious laws and the killings, the unjust killings of news reporters and things like, I look at everything that's going around the world and I take it back to me and I say, you know what? I'm proud to live in a country that allows me these freedoms and the privileges that I have. But at the same time, police brutality, the injustice in America and the racial divide between black and whites. Like, well, those see, are all I'm things that... I'm not proud of how entitled Americans feel. Well, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying, as an American, for me, I'm proud to be from America. I'm proud that I was born in America. Like, I'm proud to be an American. Now, at the same token, I still... But would you call that proud or grateful? No, I'm proud to be I'm American. I'm grateful that I was born in America. I'm grateful that I have the rights bestowed on uh, me from birth. Let me ask Dan a question. How do you feel then, okay, you're, you're grateful for the freedoms that you've been given as an American, and, that, and that's cool. But let me ask you, how do you feel about those freedoms and some of those, liberty, some of those liberties being taken away? Because that's what this, in, this government seems to be the most interested in. Like, we, we've taken funding away from education. We've taken funding away from immigration. We've taken funding away from... From Planned Parenthood. Planned Parenthood. healthcare, I, Left and right. And, and just that, you know, it just translates, you know, obviously what you spend your pocketbook on what you're interested in. 
And so clearly America is letting us, or at least this government is letting us know what it's spending alone and well, with I, more I would, other things. I, I would say it like this, right? I'm Haitian. My parents are Haitian, as well as Dominican, American, all the heritage, all in one, right? I'm proud to be a Haitian. Cultured. Oh, I'm proud to be of a Haitian culture. I'm proud to say that um, my family's from Haiti. I'm proud to rep the Haitian culture. I'm proud. But is there not turmoil and things going wrong in the country of Haiti that needs to be addressed, that needs to be rectified? Absolutely. But I'm still proud to say that I am Haitian. I'm not only proud, I'm also grateful to have that culture, to be able to relate with my culture and have that background. But at the same time, um, being proud, I feel like you can be proud about something and still want positive changes. I can be proud to be an American, but we need to fix this issue. We need to fix all of the stuff that I said before, racial divide, inequality, um, racism, the president's remarks, education, how we dictate what countries we allow to get away with certain things, how we don't go over to Saudi Arabia and tell them like, yo, you just murdered 30 people, but oh, we have an oil deal with you, so we're gonna shake your hand and not, you know? So I can disagree with those because as, a, I, an, as an American, for me to be, like I want to continue to be a proud American, but I want my country to also do better. I, I agree with that, and I do want the country to do better. It's not like I just want. It's not like I just want it to be depressing or continuously in the way it is. It's just like literally when you ask, it, like Alyssa said, more girls are disappearing. Um, trans trans girls, black girls, every every girl, Hispanic girls, every girl. People in people in the upper northern east side are without jobs in like places like Detroit. And I'm proud to be an American, but I'm like, not happy just... with the state of America. So then would it, Bad, like I, I said, you're grateful to be an American. See, that's my thing. No. I can't be happy with See, how everything is. So like, grateful. But that's why I said I, I am proud, grateful like, to be an American. I am grateful for the rights that I have. I am grateful that these rights have never been taken from me and that I've always had them. Am I proud of the so, way? So the question would be, that's are my you thing. proud? Well, that's my thing. Then you maybe guys... my answer would be no. See? I'm grateful to be an American. I am. I. That's, I'm not Alyssa, shitting on our country. Alyssa, you you're kind of like that's what I'm. I want to get to. Like, you said it. You're proud. You're grateful for these freedoms, and they've never been taken away. But we face a government who is more than likely actively trying to take them away. Oh, are you proud yes, to be an American states. for that? Like literally. I think in Minnesota they just made it harder for women to get abortions. They now Well, um, they even before, tried to pass that in Georgia as well. Before a woman is legally allowed to get an abortion, doctors are required to show them a sonogram of their baby in order to yank I, at their heartstrings to I get think, them to keep the baby. Well, I actually agree with that. I mean, they, they always do that. I agree with that. Not the, in Planned Parenthood. The reason why I agree with oh, that yeah, is because any procedure, any medical procedure where there is a chance of death, you should always be shown I the think, percentages of success But rate. if you show me the percentages and you show me a whole video yeah. of my moving child, when I am in the mindset to get rid of it, yeah, and you want to show me its heartbeat, <laughs> you want to show me its little hands... That's not right. Okay, that's not right. I, yeah, I, I think I, I walked in the abortion clinic knowing yeah. what I was going to do today. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I get that, but I also feel like if you're coming in, right, to do a procedure, let's say like with me, I had to get, um, I fractured my hip. I fractured my hip, I, um, and I also broke a bone in my pelvis. 
So when I went to the doctor, the doctor showed me x-rays of other patients and he said, all right, so yours is similar to this patient that I had. Let me tell you the pros and cons. So for X amount you of time. You can't compare yeah. your on, pelvis hold on, hold on, to hold. a baby. It's, it's, you let's let just finish, say if you let this me is finish, a bad comparison to start. If you let me finish, Go what, ahead. what I'm saying is that I understand it's not as severe as showing a baby, but what I'm saying is if you, if you would like to go through with doing a procedure and let's not act as if going to go have an abortion is not serious. And I'm pro-choice. I'm 100% pro-choice. If a woman wants to walk into a clinic and have an abortion, I fully support her right. But at the same time, I think we have to understand that what you are choosing to do this is, it's a lot. Like, no one can ever sit here and say, oh, and yeah, abortion is abortion. you don't think the women don't that's know not, that? That's, that's not our what point. I'm saying. That's not what I'm saying. Well, then what are you saying? What I am saying is that if you, if Alyssa, if I am a doctor, you're coming in, right? And you're coming in to do an abortion. I'm going to tell you, hey, listen, these are, you know, we're going to show you a sonogram. Are you sure you want to do it? Now, again, I'm not saying for the doctor to beat it into you, but I'm saying for the doctor to say, hey, listen, we're going to show you a sonogram of the baby one last time. But what is the purpose of showing me that I'm baby? I'm going to explain. I'm going to explain. So I'm going to, we're going to do a sonogram one last time before the procedure, right? It's just law. We're going to show you the sonogram, right? Now, I could show you that sonogram. And in that moment, in that moment of you looking at your baby for, let's say, let's say 30 seconds, right? I'm looking at it. I'm looking at it. And then you're like, you know what? No, I'm going to keep this baby, right? Now, I didn't force that. You could still look at the sonogram after 30 seconds and decide, hey, I still want to get this abortion. I'm just not able to care for the baby. Whatever reasoning you have, which is, again, I'm 100% supportive of a woman should have control over her body. But I don't think showing a 30-second video that could have you keep, like, you say sway, right? Now, if we're talking about having a baby and I show you a 30-second video that's, that you decide, hey, I want to keep the baby, is that a bad thing? It's not a bad thing, but I let's, feel let's like... Let's talk about that. Let's talk about that. Is that a bad... Like, if Stefan told me he was going to drop out of school, right? And I showed him, hey, Stefan... Remember you like drawing? You know all those things you like doing? Look at this guy, you, right? This guy just blew up. It's not the same. But what I'm... How, it's, how is it's it not, not the same? It's, it's not the because same. Because you're showing me a video of my baby that I'm now going to have to take responsibility for for the next 18 years. So I am a... And probably... Life, life Alyssa. 70% life. <laughs> of mm -hmm. the girls that are going into these clinics are underage. They are not making enough money to take care of their children. They either have children that are they're not able to take care mm -hmm. of already i agree 100 percent. i'm gonna let you and go why would you show me now a video of my unborn child bam so right there right if again if safan is 100 percent sure Hold on, Dan, oh, Alyssa, wait if you're Dan, Dan, can i ask a quick question yeah so you you don't think that this is emotional manipulation at all i don't think it's emotional manipulation because because i believe that if you are going to the doctor's office to terminate or to, to have that procedure done with the baby or the fetus or whatever you want to call it inside of you, and you're going through that procedure, you have to also sign up for, hey, listen, I'm going to show you what you're going to do, but I'm not judging you. I'm not, again, the doctors under that law, if the doctor's providing an abortion, the doctor should never, ever say, hey, listen, if I were you, I don't know, I would keep this then baby. No, that's illegal. I but would say, if okay, the doctor is showing you what this what this procedure is going to do then yeah i'm all for that because listen if you, then, what you're saying is true she's 16 she's young she's not gonna be able to support the baby and i get that and she says if i show you a 30 second video and you still have that in your mind right if you're stuck with that you're stuck you're firm Alyssa, you're still gonna go ahead with okay Alyssa, Alyssa, let me ask this is a sonogram for any medical reasons like no 
No, not at all. It's to they made this law to no, show no, 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 women no, no, their no, no, baby. Yeah, just to show women the baby on yeah, purpose. What medical reasons would they have? But they don't have to do the sonogram for any medical reasons. They at all. can, but they don't have to show the baby just to make sure you don't have any cysts or anything okay, in your so body. Okay, so perfect. Are you still saying, Dan, that you don't think this is emotionally emotionally manipulative? I don't think it's emotionally manipulative. The fact that they're showing you your baby when you do not have to see your baby. You see, did not okay, request so to the see your reason baby. Why, and as the only but they're woman making you at this look at table, your baby. I'm going to explain something to you. Yeah. I am a woman. Feels bad. Though. I'm not 16. I'm 21 years old. I am pretty much an adult. And if I were to have a baby, they would be like, all right, you're an adult. You can take care of it. You can do this on your own. And I'd be expected to. I am with somebody that I love and that I can see having a child with. Right now, definitely not. If I were to get pregnant and I decided that I wanted to terminate my pregnancy, in my mind, in my mind, I wouldn't even, as a woman, and you can't have this mindset because you're not a woman, I would do everything I can mentally to not think about this child in my stomach as a baby. I would think about it as... Whoa, whoa, whoa. See, now we're going on dangerous territory. Why? Because now it's saying that hey, I want to go ahead and do this procedure. I don't care about the con. I don't care about what this is going to do to me. But it's not caring about what this is going to do to me. It's, you can tell me the health risks. You can tell me if this is going to harm me. You can tell me if this is going to damage me in further in my life, if it's going to, you know, not let me be able to have a baby later in life. You can tell me all that information. But don't show me the fetus. Because it's not even a baby at this point. It doesn't have a heartbeat. Well, it has a small heartbeat. Like, that's it my, doesn't have yeah. fingers and toes. It doesn't have eyeballs. It doesn't have organs. Well, well, like, well I, guess, I guess my point, what and I'm that's saying the thing, is like, that... No, and, and, that's, and that's more or less the reason. Like, Dan, it impedes on... They made it a law because it impedes on the freedom of the choice of the mother who's having the baby to say, listen, I don't want to see, see my baby. Like, don't show me that. Like they're, because as a they're woman, like, you no, don't you have to, and they're going to stick a photo in your think face. of no. what's there as a baby. You don't want to think of it nine months from now. Okay, okay, but, and we're going to wrap it up because we're going off topic, but just because you don't want to think about it does not mean that it shouldn't, just because. But that's, hold just because I don't want to think about it, you can't force me to think about no, something. But what I'm going to do is not wanting to think about it is, in my opinion, again, this is just my opinion before we go too much off, off topic, is basically saying, well, I know that if I drop out that I'm going to be a bum. I don't want to think about it. I'm just going to go drop out. And then you have a good friend of yours that's like, hey, listen. Hold and on, you're, complaining, you're, you're me, conflating let, situations that do not have to do with this. But let me explain. If I finish all of it, then I can better get you guys to so understand far, my point of view. So far, you're 0-3. What I, my opinion is that if well, you two. are going to go through with a decision me, no matter what decision, whether it be as serious as an abortion or whether it be as serious as, oh, I want to do, I want to uh, spend the money that I don't have to go buy this sports car when I can go buy a Toyota Corolla. There should still be somebody there to show you the pros and cons of the decision that you're making. Whether you choose to go buy the Corolla, whether you choose to go do the abortion, whether you choose to go buy that laptop that you can't afford, that is completely up to your choice. I'm not going to judge you after you make your decision. But as a person, I am but going to... But is it fair hold on, hold on. I'm to going, force Not finish, now? not finish, not finish. Okay. I am going to offer you, and I'm going to present the facts of the situation. 
you want to have that abortion, that's okay. I'm going to show you this 30-second video. If you decide after that you don't want to have the abortion, if you decide you don't want to uh, you want to buy that expensive car and be in debt and you're not going to be able to afford it, you don't want to take my opinion, you don't want to take my my words of advice by just showing you the facts of, of this is what it is, then, hey, if you want to continue and be on with it, absolutely, 100%. I'm going to look at you and say, hey, Stefan, buy that car, but just understand, you know? That's, that's it. That's my opinion. All right, final wrapping up. Is it fair, though, to now legally make a doctor who people see as, like, an authoritative figure, they obviously have a lot of knowledge. I respect their opinion. Now this person is now telling me, oh, well, look at your baby. It's well, a baby. If I own, if I'm in the cars, all right, I'm in the cars probably more than anybody at this table right now. And again, again, I know, I know. If I'm into cars, and again, the only reason why I'm, I'm saying this is because I know it's a lesser, I, I can't think of anything as serious as abortion other than and talking about point. it. And that's the point. Like, you, you can't think of that. Okay, Alyssa could. Alyssa could because okay, she's but, a woman. But I think. Like, you have, that's my thing. But the only reason I say that. I haven't that, said anything about this because, again, I shouldn't have an opinion on this. But, Dan, just to, just to tell okay, you well, why let, you're 0-4 is let, because every time you try to conflate the situation to abortion, you end up falling short. So how can you fall short of a situation and, and try to speak on it? Okay, so if, it doesn't I, make sense. if I know a woman, right, and I know a woman who has had an abortion, correct? She's had, hold on, I'm going to finish. but go on. She's had an abortion. When I spoke to her, I asked her, again, I am pro-choice. For everybody listening, I'm 100% pro-choice. We're not discussing I, your choice. I know, let me finish. She is pro-choice as well. When I asked her, like, oh, I like, how did you so. feel about... How did you feel about having? No, there are women who have abortion yeah, and go back secretly. to pro life. Yeah, yeah, but um, there are like I said, I would tons, hope so. Tons, tons. But I said I would hope so, guys. But I asked her, like, how did it make you feel? Because I wanted to know this, because that is a traumatic event. There's no, like, we can't sit here and pretend that's not traumatic. So are you saying you she regretted her abortion because she didn't get the picture? No, what she is saying, what the conversation I had with her and another girl that also had an abortion, they have babies now. So they, they're actually mothers right now. They just had an abortion with their first baby. But what both of them have told me was that, you know, when you're in that operating room, it, it really fucks with you. When you go, like, if you're not too far into the abortion, they give you the pills. You go to the bathroom and you're staring at yourself in the mirror. You're beating yourself up. You're taking it. And some, like, one of them regretted that she didn't have the baby. And I said, oh, well, like, what if you saw... I thought you said both of them had the baby. Huh? I thought you said both of them had the no, baby. No, both of them had an abortion. They have kids now. One of them doesn't regret the abortion, that the first one that they did. The other one does regret the abortion. So when I talked to both of them, I saw the point of, okay, well, um, what, what was something that could have made it better or made you change your mind? And by that, you know, when she told me her answer, I was like, okay, I can, I can see how that is a traumatic event. I could see that there's so many factors that may make you reconsider that. So again, I'm not a woman. I'm not saying that this should, you know, I'm just saying from my opinion, like with anything in my life, there should always be somebody there to tell you what you are doing whether it be good or bad. Dan, I, That's just me. That's just I me. I really, and I know we've strayed away so far from our topic, but what I really want to get to for you to just take consideration about is all that, say, all that being said is true. Why add more emotional trauma to it by investing the mother in what she like? I never said that they wouldn't regret the situation. They I obviously think it's crazy that like, we can't. Invest they the would mom into that. 
we, they, I think they would regret the situation. I think a lot of the women that do have abortions, sometimes they do regret it. And I think sometimes, you know, they have to come to terms with that. But the fact of the matter is, I don't think you should have to show a sonogram of the baby when the mom didn't request it. Then, if that's the case... I mean, I'm pretty sure the doctor went over your pros and cons of you having an oh, abortion. Oh, so not only ha do they so. have to perform ultrasounds, they also have to have women listen to fetal heartbeats before So are you still saying hey, that this is hey, not emotionally hey, hey, listen, now this is a... I found the this article is part, in Kentucky. But this is part two. The first part did not include the listening to <laughs> putting on headphones and listening to heartbeat. My whole argument was showing well, a 30 second now, video. Now it is. Like, okay, so now, now we know I, what it actually I is. I think the Do heartbeat. You think it's emotionally manipulative. Yeah, I think playing the Just heartbeat and out. putting the video, like. Manipulative. Uh, I don't know. Emotionally don't know. manipulative. I don't know. There you go. Oh, so you don't know now? I think. I think if Crazy. you're showing a 10 second video where you're asking them to listen and watch, it was. It's not. And a, then it's say, not a ten second video. It's a thirty second video. And with a heartbeat. Hit, and you have to listen to the heartbeat and all that. Do you think that is emotionally manipulative or not? I don't think that's emotionally manipulative because okay. at the end of the day, they're still giving you free reign to choose what you want to do. No, they're not. It's <laughs> what? <laughs> yes, they are. No, they did. It's a law that passes that, so they have to do that. Yes, yeah, Stefan. But what is the law? The law is we're not stopping abortions. The law is this is what we're requiring you to do before the you whole, choose to get an abortion. The whole point was: is it emotionally manipulative? And I said no. To women? I said it's not emotionally manipulative because at the end of that thirty seconds, correct? The doctor looks at you. I'm looking at you dead in your face, and I say. So do you want to do this abortion? What is your answer oh, going to yeah. be? Do you still not have a choice? But can you not see how that affects the answer? But do you still not have a choice? But can you see? That's not what I'm asking you. I don't see how it affects the answer because you knew. In this article, you oh. sound very um, pro-lifey. Everything you're saying is very. Cool. It just it's sounds like the pro -life what it sounds like is saying. you're being like really you're but being no, really But no, the pro-life conversation would turn into because this wouldn't even happen to begin with. The that's pro-life. Pro-life yeah. is you wouldn't even be in the office to even hear a heartbeat. That's pro-life. The point, my I think Alyssa's point is the fact that you sound pro-lifey to begin with. But I can't People sound pro-lifey if I'm offering pro-choice. That the pro Kentucky statue you. has no medical basis and was only designed to coerce women into opting out of abortion. So there's nothing medically. Never said it was anything medical. You know, that is needed. There's nothing. You did not say anything. All I said right. was that if you're in the medical office and they, the doctor and they should, should be able to the provide pros and cons. the pros and cons of a medical So there procedure. is no medical pro or con to this? I think it is because they're dealing how? with your body. How? How because you're getting an abortion. But then it's not a medical pro and con. What are you saying? What, like, what? Are we having the same conversation? They're giving you the opinion. Like, hey, listen, not, I know you It's not wanna, an opinion. No, 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 Why not do you an keep opinion. saying that? Not in, that's the first time Bless I said you. opinion. They are giving Sorry, you the choice guys, of, hey, listen, you. you're going to, we're going to show you this video. At the end of the video, you can decide And you have to, to hear do, your baby's heartbeat. And at the end of that, 30 seconds, you get to still decide to do whatever the fuck you want to do with your body. Now once but you that's hear, not the point. Now once you've heard the baby's heartbeat, you've seen the baby. Can you not baby. see how that comes into terms oh. about how that okay. affects your decision to keep again, the baby again, or not? Again, the viewers, the people in the comments can sound off, but I just feel like if I'm there and I hear the heartbeat and that sways my opinion, then maybe that's a swing you needed to keep that baby. Or, or, maybe, or maybe you listen to it and you don't well, get swayed. Guys, you should have you, control of your body and not be made or not have laws be made into to Why did we stop abortions after a certain time frame? 
Because that's actually risk to the woman. No, there are times in certain states. No, but that's why you. But that's I, the reason I, you're asking. No, 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 it's no, no. Health, then, it can affect the woman's health if the baby's too far along, and when they remove it, if they did remove it, it would damage her and kill her. That's why they do that. But you know that in C-sections, right? Right. In C-sections, in certain states, the months vary on when a woman. But a C-section is whether or not you cast is your medical complications out of coming the vagina. But like you're getting rid of the baby, so C-section or not. Yeah, but sometimes you're women still have getting to, rid of the baby. But what I'm saying is sometimes women have to get C-sections for certain abortions. I don't get your point here. What I'm saying is that. We dictate how far along a woman can be before doing an abortion. Sometimes, hold on, sometimes it's not because it's in a danger to the woman. That's what, as a society or the laws that we put in place, dictate how okay. far a woman can be before she can I think that's wrong, too. Her. That is your opinion. Right. Right. Why do you think that's... Well, because guys. it's up to the woman to control when she wants to get the abortion or not. So you're saying that a woman at eight months can get an abortion? No, because it's at her health risk. Okay, what if it wasn't a health risk? The doctors could safely well, take the baby outside out. of that. Then yeah, I mean, but that's what we're okay. getting here. Like, yeah, what are you? What are you? What's your point? I was just asking. I was just asking a question. I thought you were making a point, but that's my. I, I, no, my I, point I, I, I still know. stands. That I don't think it's a violation for you to show a thirty-second video of the baby that you're about to get rid of, and still give you the option to decide what you want to do after that. You could listen to it and still go through with the procedure, or you could listen to it and not go through with the procedure. Either way, it is still your choice. I'm just showing you what's about to happen. Then uh, you're good with it. Cool. Let's go through with the procedure. I don't judge you. You're still going to be a strong woman. That's not what we argued about. You know? Okay. Well, all right. So when this episode drops, we will have on our Instagram page uh, a poll, and we want to hear from you guys, what you guys think. Uh, what our listeners think on this opinions because I'm sure everybody will have like different answers, different scenarios, different things to bring to the table. So we'd love to hear from you guys. So answer our questions on Instagram and let us know what you think. But uh, le- going back to are you proud to be an American? Um, you know, the leader of our free country we all know is Mr. Donald Trump. I was taking a class this semester at school and I read this article. Uh, that talked about Donald Trump being the first white president of the United States. Um, I remember when I first saw that article. What does that mean, though? The All right, well, so, okay, so I'm going to explain it to you. So when I first read that article, I was confused also because obviously Donald Trump is the 44th white president of the United States. Uh, what this article talks about, though, at Donald Trump being our first white president, is that Donald Trump's whole basis his whole platform, his whole campaign, his whole presidency in general, has been based on his love for being white and his followers' love for being white and their, you know, their all-around excitement for their white supremacy. You know, like, it's essentially Donald Trump has been the first president of the United States that has won, it, won an election solely based on the color of his skin. Majority. Uh, disagree with that. I disagree with Trump that. Trump didn't win because he was white. Yeah. All presidents who have won have been well, white. It's not like his, a, But his his whole I get campaign where you're coming from. was I want to make America great again. What is great? Back when uh, black people were being discriminated against. I think what you're trying to say back is like when slavery was a thing. I think what you're trying to say when, is like Trump targeted the people who want to go back to like 
having that the slave time mentality. So he is the first president that has really campaigned on being white. Okay, yeah, I guess I could say openly campaign. Yeah, because yeah, I think there were more campaign. racist. And I don't necessarily think that he's been. I think he's openly. There, you're right not about only, open. Not only him, um, not only him, but his followers are excited about their whiteness. They're excited to have a president that believes in what they I, believe in. That, that my thing is, I don't okay. like the way you're phrasing it. Is kind of uh to me because the fact that you're saying like they're excited about being there. You're right. Like they're they're always enthusiastic about being white. But that's the thing. Like not to the degree where it like ah, that's so you don't tricky. Think that these I, I, white I agree. It's, it's tricky. The nomination of Donald Trump. He also cheated. Well, white people affect everything. I think we yeah, like I think exactly the right. Is, like he also cheated with with the okay, help of the I, Russians. I so the, it's kind of like ugh. I think the basis. Who are is, also very racist. I think and what Donald Trump did. What no white excited. Thing. I don't even know that's how to I say. Would, that's what I would frame it as. There is there is a movement of the of the right. There is a movement of the right. So more nationalism everywhere. Like in Russia, people are, are like. They're they're being forced to circle behind Vladimir Putin in America. All this white energy that you you know you're describing, like there is a movement that the right White energy, right, right energy. Like oh. <laughs> I, I think I think Donald Trump, not white. It, it is white. <laughs> Damn it, that's I, the thing. It is white. It's, it's white, yeah. I, I, but it's alt right. But it's, that is why he is the. The title was obviously misleading, but that's where it came from as the, well, the first title, no, that's white think it's right president. And it's not I don't right. think the title is misleading. Like, I think we have to understand <laughs> what the title is saying. The title is not saying white as in the color of his skin. The title is saying that his beliefs. Donald Trump is the first president of the United States that openly supports racism, openly supports racist groups, and openly supports violence in the name of racism. That I can agree with, that he's the first open. Have there been racist presidents before Donald Trump? Oh, also yeah, white? for sure. 100, 100%. But but that's what I said. When his whole, his whole basis <laughs> is that he is a rich white man that is going to make all rich white men in this country happy. Mm. I think, Actually, yeah, I, did I feel like Donald he, Trump's yeah. campaign... I, I, I feel like Donald Trump won the presidency, obviously, Russia colluding, and he also won because he tapped in to white middle rural America. He tapped into a market that all other white presidents were afraid to tap into because they knew the mentality of the people in those mining caves, in, in those red states. At the core, they're racist. So every president wanted to touch on it, but I, not get too deep I because then there. people would link them. They wanted to stick their, their, their big core, toe in the kiddie pools. <laughs> yeah. Like George Bush, right? I don't think anybody's core Like the last racist. white president. There are many white people who at their core are racist. Yes. You can't not. But yeah, what I'm saying is racism is. What I'm saying is, if so I go to a town in Kentucky, correct? Fun. If I go to a town in Kentucky who they have the Confederate flag, I know that if I go to this community, so can you be racist in your bones? It, like, you know, yes. it, oh man. No, it's saying that if I go to a town that has Nazi flags up, I know that the majority of people in this town probably have the same mindset of being. A Nazi. That's you what I'm saying. Like Germans must feel really shitty right bones, now. You can't be racist but you can be racist in your blood. Yeah, like when people. I think to, racism is a learned quality. It is, but when you have generational race, it's still that's taught. Learned. It's still taught. That's learned it is through taught, generations. But it's yeah. taught from birth. 
That's all you that's, that's learn all from birth. Yeah. You're, yeah. you're learning. It, yeah. Like a kid learning his alphabets, you have to teach that kid how to learn. You have to alphabet. teach the kid the alphabet. You have if to, it's the a kid, racist alphabet, it's always going to be kids, racist. You could grow up only being around white people. <laughs> like if Just because you, like, for you to, no, for you to see it. a black person and be I'm like, sorry, I, oh, I don't want to be around that person. Like, uh, that's I'm sorry, that's Racism is taught. Racism. You're not born racist. No baby is like like if, if let's say two racist parents right had a baby if I were to let's say take their baby obviously I wouldn't but let, Jesus Christ let's say I would have taken that baby and I would have given that baby to to another a, a family That's from the Caribbean or another family right that baby would not un, that baby would never know what is racism racist? is unless that baby experienced it. So babies aren't born like that. Baby's not gonna turn t- at, at two years old. And be like, yeah, I don't want to hang out with that black girl, mommy. She's like, no, all right. Black well, they aren't. learn racism. That's they better. learn all these prejudice attitudes, but they carry these attitudes on for the rest of their lives, and they become men and women of America, which that's we are so proud to be proud of. Or that's why you have to deprogram the racism. Like that's you have to unlearn. It's, a, it's an everyday struggle, but you do have to unlearn uh, whatever is being pro. Do you think it's possible to unlearn racism? Yeah, very. Yeah, anything that you learn, you can unlearn. You just have to be willing. It takes more time, but yeah. You I have would be, to be a willing. much prouder American if all these people in America unlearned But you have racism. to be willing. Like, you know how many documentaries I've seen through Vice thing, really. or other TV shows where people go to these like communities and they talk to these racist people and some of them change some of them are like yo i really don't hate black people it's just i grew up and this is what i knew and i did it or and some of them are like not i hate black people you know but just how you learned it you can unlearn it you just got to be that's the thing like willing to try in a lot of my life i realized that you can't force your way on people unless people are i learned that also and I, ha- I learned that like later in life after i graduated high school i thought all people thought like me I thought all people just understood what it was to be human until I went to like You said college. until what age? Until I was in like high school. I'm after high school. Okay, see that's that's I know you're Hispanic, but that's also white privilege. The fact that you didn't learn or you weren't aware of that until after high school, that's pretty intense because I was I, I mean, could count back as early as middle school I wouldn't where say. there was a like in middle school, my mom took me over to a friend's house, right? And I remember my mom had a conversation with her Caribbean friends and stuff, and they were talking about black people. And they're like, yo, I don't want to live in an area with too many black people. I want to live in an area that has majority white people. Now, the only reason my mom even had that conversation is because we're not white. I grew up around diversity heavily, heavily and diversity. No. I, well, Alyssa wouldn't have that conversation because she's already, you're. In my opinion, it's, well, that, like, see, that's the thing. Like, systematic racism is a, I don't want to be like, um, I don't want to be one of those people that be like, oh, systematic racism is the cause of everything. But it kind of is. Uh, your mom, like, for say, like, why doesn't your mom feel comfortable around other black people besides, you know, the fact that they're American black people and she's Haitian black? Why does, because, you know, systemically, there have been that, there have been that position where all people consider black people lesser. And so by that means we do it to ourselves. And it's just. Yeah, we, we, we do it to ourselves. But I'm saying the conversation that me and you have had growing up, either with friends, either with family, 100% Alyssa hasn't had them. And it's not that it's something negative or it's bad, but it's just that because we are of the darker skin, we're faced to learn about things at a much earlier age than people who are not black especially people who are white because our experiences differ at a much earlier age than yours does 
you can grow up like if you go to Nautilus in Miami Beach, right? Yeah. What is the population of the kids there? Probably like eighty Hispanic, eighty percent Hispanic. Okay, but the skin tone is white, right? Unless I know Hispanics can be brown. I know Hispanics. They can, be. but the ones that are there aren't. I'm saying like, okay, <laughs> if somebody looks at, uh, and this is a funny thing I used to tell my mom all the time. My mom's like, oh no, Daniel, I'm not black, I'm Haitian, right? So I tell my mom, okay, if a guy's looking at you across the street, right, and let's say an accident were to happen, and the police are like, oh, who did it? Is that guy going to say, oh, that Haitian American lady over there? Or is that guy <laughs> going right, to say that right. black lady, right? You so even tell though. This to your mom? Yeah, I was like, even though you're Hispanic, like, because my mom's like, oh, Dan, you're not black. And I'm like, yo, if a cop were to arrest me, you think they're going to be like, hey, you Haitian American Dominican born man who's here in the United States, you're under arrest. They're going to look at me and say, hey, my profile is going to go under black man. So because I know that I'm going to be looked at as a black man, I need to be actively changing the stigma about what a black man should be treated like and what a black man looks like and acts like. Because as of right now, there's this bad stigma. So growing up from the looks from white people that I got growing up from different areas, like people judge you based on your skin tone. So I learned, me and my cousin learned growing up in Miami Shores, like, yo, we couldn't play basketball outside. The, across the street, there was two I white kids playing basketball. The, like, the it's whole... crazy unlearning bad behaviors is going to come down to unlearning bad past thoughts is going to come down to no i mean there's a there's a there's a lot to unpack with just unpacking racism because you have to get rid what of systemic systemic racism because you have to you have to unlearn like black people themselves have to unlearn like you shouldn't have that master and slave mentality when you're talking to other white people you shouldn't have you shouldn't like D or, or segregate from other black people because they're a lighter or darker skin tone from you. Um, shoot, there's just, there's there's even like new ways being added on top of like, have you ever heard the, you know the Tory Lanez thing when Tory Lanez is just like, oh yeah, um, my director said that I can't have black uh, black girls on my video shoot. Um, oh, they, uh, and that uh, he, I fired the director and he needs to put, you know, all uh, types of women on there. Uh, it turns out that he got found out that there might have been some text messages, allegedly, that say that he told the director to say that in the first place. So creating creating the problem and then coming in to save it. Like, that kind of, and that's a billionaire mentality kind of thing. Uh, the, billion, ah, the billionaire problem in America. That's thing, like, just all those things. I, I, th- I think as a whole. Like, I mean, you got to unpack and get rid of before you even a- start to test the question of, like, Hey, can you just not say the word there? <laughs> I think as a whole, we need to understand what it is to have black privilege. And I think the best way to end the podcast, just to sum it up, is if you guys have read Charlemagne's The God, his book, um, Black Privilege, there is black privilege. Black people have privilege because there are successful black people. They didn't just get there because a the white man said they could. They worked their ass off to get in a position. So just as there's white privilege, there's also black privilege. But both parties need to understand the privilege that they have, the power that they have, and the destruction that they have. Yeah. White people need to understand, I have my, like you, right? Alyssa's not racist, you've never been racist, you didn't grow up that way, but the fact that it took you until college to understand that people think differently than you, that's a white privilege. That's a privilege that white people are given to not have to worry about that stuff because you guys are I the minority. Was, I never in, had to in, worry because you guys because you guys are the minority in terms of the racism. You guys That's aren't the, the like, point of it. And you I think you're a good the, person for that because now that you yeah. know that there is a difference or now that you know that Now you, that I've learned. Yeah, exactly. Now that you've learned that hey, like 
there is worry to be had here. You yeah. worry about it, and that's the thing that like you're you're an ally for that reason alone because there, you there understand would be that there's a problem. Who would not even say that there is a problem? They would be like, well, like, this, okay. is not, this is not my business. And there that's are people who will be like, yeah, I've let's heard, keep it running. That's <laughs> not my business. It doesn't affect me, and that's what that's well, the thing. I is had that, to. Is that not what the Germans said in Nazi Germany when? They weren't the ones sending Jewish people to the concentration camps. I'm pretty sure during slave times, there were white Americans, colonial times in America, who were not down with the slave trade. But they were not standing up and fighting against it because, again, it there is, were men. I've listened to a podcast. Well, yes, yes, there were people. Yeah. Obviously, I think Civil the, War. I think Daniel you know, just things. means like the general. Well, consensus. people don't know that. Also, not only the Civil War. When they think the Civil War, they think. Uh, slaves and black people against white people, but there were yeah, undercover white, people, with, white yeah, people that were. Yeah, the yeah. North. But, but what, we're, what the I'm saying, North. what I'm saying is that <laughs> inherently, white people and people in general, like us, right? There are topics going on around the world right now that we're not too involved in. Why? Not because we don't care. Like I care that it's women are getting mentality. mutilated. They don't. It doesn't affect. Yeah, us. I care that women are getting mutilated. I care that there's mass genocide in Africa, of course. But there's a lot of people who have the mentality when it comes to racism that it's not happening to me, so not my problem. But it is your problem when you're the majority that can make the change. Black people can fight for racism and equality all we want. We could fight for it Monday through Sunday, 24 hours a day. If we do not have people on the side of as the oppressors fighting with us, we're never going to change it. I mean, I just think we need allies in different places. But or that's just, what I'm saying. You need allies. Not just not just white people. I mean, sure, white people would help, but like all races, Asian. every race, no, yeah, yeah, all races of people, yeah, all but, people. But that's what I mean. But if you're on a panel of people of color, who are the main opposites? White people. Yeah. You have white people, then people of color. You can have a whole you, board of people. See, of I think color. this is why I think this is why white people come down to like this is the us versus them mentality. It's like no, all races not, against like white it's people. It's not us or, versus or, them. I'm just saying like this is where I guess this is where the white supremacy comes from because like every like I guess the fallback argument for every white supremacist is like we need our rights too. I think say, and kind I of like pointing like it. instead of people rights. of color, why can't we just have people for equality? Instead, we do people of color. Why? Because, again, people of color are the ones who are targeted. But if we're making an honest general statement and we're trying to help, then in that meeting of all, people of color, uh, well, there should be white people there. To be fair, all white They're people got to do, yeah, all yeah. you got to do is come over. But I'm saying, like, if I have a committee and I'm like, hey, guys, let's start a coalition the holdouts, to fight racism, <laughs> right? If I'm like, let's start a coalition to fight racism. And there are men and women out there that are white that yes, are yes, yes, th there are, but in alliance. there's more people on the side of, I'm white, I've never been racist, this is not my problem. Y'all go deal with that They've never been outwardly racist. You can be racist without those noticing how well, racist you are. We could talk about that on the next episode. But guys... He is right. Yes, guys. If you like Chicken Wings, then we are the Wings and Things podcast. If you like discussions that go nowhere, we are the Wings and Things podcast. If you like discussions that go somewhere and provoke thought and get you guys to pick a side, we're also that too. It's the Wings and Things podcast. Thank you guys for listening again. Goodbye.